Ready for a better way to bank? Switch to Royal Credit Union. Royal Credit Union is a financial co-op, not a corporation, so we return earnings to our members. That means you get low or no fees for account services and better rates on deposits and loans. You'll also have all the digital tools you need at your fingertips, so managing your account is easy. Royal is ready to help you discover the credit union difference. Switch to Royal Credit Union today at rcu.org slash difference. Insured by NCUA. A series tied at two apiece. Are we really that surprised? The Blues and Wild could be going the distance as we have Paul Anderson, better known as that guy from the third period Jumbotron, joined to talk how the fans truly have created a home ice advantage unlike any other. Plus, Jesse and I will give our key players from each side that could be the difference in who takes the series. As always, we're created by New Voice Studios, presented by Soda Stick, brought to you by Jim Beam, Better Edge, and Royal Credit Union. This is season three, episode 124. Marcus Foligno fan club assemble. Not only is sodastick.com the only place to get your official Marcus Foligno fan club tee, but it's also the only place to get all your favorite wild team garb, plus so much more beyond hockey. Use code BARDOWNBEAUTIES for 15% off your total purchase at sodastick.com. At Jim Beam, they know the importance of tradition, like chanting let's play hockey prior to the start of each game, or playing the state of hockey anthem after a wild win. This season, raise one to your fan family with the bourbon that invites us all to come as friends and leave as family. Jim Beam Bourbon Whiskey, the official bourbon whiskey partner of the Minnesota Wild and XL Energy Center. Remember, drink smart. Jim Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume, copyright 2021. James B. Beam Distilling Company in corporate Claremont, Kentucky. From New Voice Studios. Oh yeah, you betcha. Let's go to the boat. Discombobulate <laughs> on the spot. Part of the Talk North Podcast Network. Fly out to Russia personally. <laughs> Jesse Pierce. This is off the rails. We're only <laughs> a couple Already. minutes in. Alexis Pearson. We're not going to throw batteries on, on the ice at, you know, Kirill Kaprizov. This is, we're not that crazy. Whoa. Like... <laughs> Bar Down Beauty's podcast. Was it about guys getting hammered down low night after night? Uh-oh. Like everyone loves to crap on analytics, but the analytics do not lie here. We are firing Fred at the top of the hour. More hit. It's like tea. <laughs> tea. Starts now. Hello, everybody. What's up? We're back. Don't panic. There is an episode this week. Like I said, we wanted to just keep the content fresh, flowing for you. And Alexis, the schedule is making us have to jump through hoops. Shocking. Knee jerk. I know, right? That's <laughs> yeah. life in sports, baby. Again, I'm mm-hmm. Jesse Pierce. She's Alexis Pearson. Producer Fred is fired. Uh, if you hear crying, it is not Alexis or I. It is my child. One of it three. might be by the end of the episode. It could be all three. You of know, us. that's well, <laughs> it's, the series is tied two to two. Yep. First round Western Conference playoffs, uh, Minnesota Wild versus the St. Louis Blues. Alexis, I guess let's start before we dive into each of our key players here. Um, and before we get to our guest, Paul Anderson, the guy from the Jumbotron, in case you are familiar <laughs> with home wild games. Um, I mean, are you surprised that we're here at two two, given how the series kind of started? I think I saw a lot of uh, people hopping off that bandwagon after <laughs> game one, but they seem to have uh, come around. Are you surprised that we're tied up two two right now? No, not at all surprised. And um, I mean, we, I think we're both on the same page and we had Luke Korak on, who's a writer for the blues for last week's episode. Go listen to that if you haven't. 
Um, but all three of us were like, I think this is going to be a back and forth series. No one's going to take too demanding of a lead. It's going to be pretty even across the board. And that's what we've gotten so far. Um, I'm a little shocked even that the wild won two in a row winning games, two and three. So it's, I, it's been pretty much as expected, um, in this series for me. And it was funny because after game one, when we were doing our pregame show for game two, for the wild radio network, Fallness was like, you guys were all freaking out. He goes, if we win game two, everyone's going to forget about game one. He's like, we just got to go win game two. And I'm like, that's that, that is how it is in the playoffs though. Right? Like your team loses a game, they win a game and you just get these vision, vision, visions, excuse me, in your head. I can't talk this morning. (laughs) Visions in your head one way or the other of like, oh my God, we're going to win the Stanley cup or, oh my God, it's over. Like that's how it goes. Your emotions ride high in the playoffs, just like it does for the players and the coaches and everybody else. So, um, all in all, not surprised. We're sitting at two apiece heading into game five, Jesse, is it gone as expected in your eyes? I mean, yeah, I feel like I go back to that game one and to me, that wasn't a four zero game. That was a one zero game, two zero game. I am more surprised that the wild were able to post as many goals as they did. Yeah. I mean, given the week in defense, I guess maybe not. Um, but no, I mean, I expected it to go to at least six. I think you had said maybe seven. Um, so, I mean, we're right on track for being correct in our predictions, which again, as everybody knows is what's most important. Um, (laughs) I mean, when we're on betteredge.com, B-E-T-T-R edge.com, Alexis and I constantly trying to make the right bets, make the right moves, uh, code Buttes, B-E-A-U-T-S will get you a free $10. So love, love, love that. Um, but this week we wanted to try something different because as we said, the games keep rolling on whether we're recording or not. So yeah. uh, last week we covered the series as a whole this week, as we get closer to the finish of this, whichever way it rolls, I wanted Alexis and I to each take an opportunity to uh, put our players on the pedestal, which player we select for each team. We're going to be fair. We're going to mm-hmm. give the blues their shining moment as well. <laughs> um, but Alexis, you want to go first or do you want me to go first? It was your idea and it was a good one. So you go first. You, oh, you give, thanks. you give me who your picks are. For All right. Two. Segment one. Jesse's picks. Uh, I think a game changer for the Minnesota wild Jared Spurgeon. Now people might be like, well, duh, he's the captain. Yada, yada. Um, if you notice, even going back to Sunday's loss, the way he's just really elevated himself offensively. Like, I think that was always there. You just didn't see it. Maybe that was because he was paired with Suter or, or what have you. I don't know. I just didn't see the offensive capabilities that I'm seeing from Jared Spurgeon. And that's absolutely huge, right? I mean, I think the defense need to buckle down a little bit more, but I think if, if Spurge can get more involved in the offense, that's going to be going to be a real game changer for me. So for the Minnesota wild, I think Jared Spurgeon um, really can tilt this game in Minnesota's favor for the St. Louis blues. And now this, the problem is I had picked this a while ago before he was hurt, but Nick Letty for me, I went defense. I went defense this time. Um, it sounds like he is possible to return in game five. So I'm going to stick with Nick Letty because as we saw in that, uh, first game, he shut down Caprice off and Mm -hmm. not, not what didn't seem very challenging for him either. So, uh, I absolutely love to see this. So I think, and you know, he's a Minnesota boy. We'll give a little love to a Minnesota boy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Nick Letty again, Minnesota capitalized on the fact that he was out of the lineup. And uh, if he returns, he tilts it in favor of, of St. Louis. Unless yeah, Kirill is- literally had a hat trick in game two. So, I mean, that goes yeah, to show right? you the big difference exactly. from game one to game two, where he, not that he was non-existent, but l- they did a very good but job they- of making sure he didn't have time and space. Exactly. So I, w- I, again, defense at heart. So that's kind of who I went with Alexis, who are your two players that will tilt either way for either team. 
Well, first of all, I think this was a fun little debate slash discussion to have because both these teams have so many talented players that you really could make an argument for almost anybody for either team. And still, we're going to have at least two more games here to go where we could see some different players shine than we've seen. Um, But for the Minnesota Wild, I'm going to go with Jules Erickson Eck because I think Jules Erickson Eck is one of those guys who he's the kind of guy you want on your team all the time, but especially in the playoffs because he very much so is the kind of guy who will just wear you down. He is not fun to play against. He's very hard to get any time and space against. Um, He can put the puck in the back of the net. He's got the second most points and the second most goals uh, for the wild. I mean, he had a hat trick too. He did. I'm counting it as a hat trick. I don't care what anybody says. Um, (laughs) Shout out to Moose for being, you know, in Wisconsin offside. Yeah, literally. so obvious. So, you know, Kirill's got the most points and Kirill has is, is tied for the most goals. In the postseason with um, Edmonton Oilers, Evander Kane. Shout out to Evander Kane. I'm wearing the Ryan Hartman shirt. That was a really good connection there. Didn't try to do that. Yep. <laughs> get your get your T-shirt. <laughs> um, so I just think Jules Eriksenek, from the way that he plays the game to actually contributing and getting points on the board as well, he's playing the perfect kind of playoff hockey right now. And I believe it was after game three, if I remember correctly, or no game two, um, flurry and Julius and were talking about in the post game. Oh, show. I was and there. Fleury, it was adorable. Yeah. Yes. And flurry was talking about how hard it is to play against Julius and when you're playing against him, you know, he's like last year when he, you know, I was with golden Knights and he was with the wild and he was like, it wasn't fun. And now he's like, Hey, we're on the same team. It's great. So he's that kind of guy who really can be annoying. I think he plays the game. Well, he plays it smartly. He doesn't make many mistakes. Um, and so that's my pick for the Minnesota wild. I think he'll be a big difference maker if the Wild win this series. For the St. Louis Blues, it pains me, but I'm going with David Perron because he is a Wild killer. My dad the other day texted me. I think this was after his hat trick in game one. He was like, remember Jerome McGinley? I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, remember how he always scored against the Wild? I was like, oh, yeah. He's Bring like, back David the Northwest Perron. Division. <laughs> Bring back the Northwest Division. Um, he's like, David Perron is that guy um, for the Wild now. Like, he's just one of those. He's kind of like Mark Stone, you know, like those guys who just always find the back of the net when they're playing the wild and Perron again has continued to rack up the points here in the postseason. So that's going to be my pick uh, just purely for the fact that I think he's got the wilds number um, and he has already been able to produce against the wild in, in just four games here. So those are my two picks. But like I said, with how good both these teams are, you could make arguments for literally you. I mean, you made an argument for somebody who's been injured for half the game and right. you still have a good point. So yeah. it's like, that's how good these two teams are, especially matched up against each other. Yeah, no, I would disagree. I'd do an honorable mention to Kevin Fiala because I think if he figures it out, you're starting to see that frustration. And I always go back to that bubble in Vancouver where penalties just got the best of him. And you saw that on Sun in Sunday's game where he had, I think, 14 penalty minutes and he hasn't found that groove, which is a shame because we all saw the heater. We didn't forget what he's capable of. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. honorable mention to him because I think he definitely, if he figures it out, is going to tilt the the game in Minnesota's favor, obviously. But especially if he because it, if tilted in St. Louis's favor, because he's going to keep yeah. taking those penalties. So that's where it's almost like he's kind of either or. Like he could help St. Louis if he if he stays frustrated like he is. He needs to just kind of relax and and remember. That's that. a really good point, and I think especially with, you know, you talked about the fact that uh, the Blues defense and Nick Letty specifically did a great job of shutting Krill down in game one. 
if they keep doing that, if they go back to finding a way to shut him down, you're going to need your second line to step up and maybe get you some goals because that first line might not be having as much success with how tight of defense they're playing against them. So to your point, Jesse, if, if Kevin Fiala finds his game, that mm-hmm. really might be game over for the St. Louis blues, um, regardless of what the rest of the team does, just because he has that ability to really take over if he wants to. So, uh, it's, it's too bad that he's, I mean, last night was his first point in the series. I mean, that's yeah. just like, that's from what he was doing at the end of the regular season to now is it's frustrating for him and all of us. So I, I hope he finds his game here before this series and the playoffs are over. Shout out to Fifi, uh, which I don't like. I don't like that nickname. I'm that usually all name. That's his nickname. They call him Fifi. Who gave Probably him Because it's ridiculous. It's a locker room thing. I don't know. Okay. Do you guys remember Jesse? This might've been past your time, but do you remember Webkin's past my time oh no what is that like yeah a tamagotchi. Okay, exactly no well it's kind of so basically you would get like this stuffed animal pet and then there was a, a code on attached to them that you could go then play with that pet like in an online world so it was kind of it's similar to a tamagotchi in a sense anyway yeah. i the first one I, I was obsessed with them when i was like 11 and the first one i ever had was a chihuahua and her name was fifi so that was where i was going with that story that's but anyway adorable <laughs> that's adorable well we'll see which players make an impact coming up here in game five in minnesota uh, where our friend Paul Anderson is going to be there. Um, he's going to join us again. If you've ever been to any single wild home game this year, you know who Paul is. We're going to have him talk about home ice advantage and what the fans have done for this Minnesota wild team. We'll take a quick break. We'll take a quick break. Let's try that again, Alexis. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. It's hockey season, baby, and the best way to head into a new season is to be fully equipped with all the merch you need to cheer on your favorite teams. Oh, and some Bardown Beauties merch too, right? Right. We've got you covered. Literally, head over to teespring.com where you can find all kinds of custom design, Bardown Beauties apparel, plus so much more. We're back. Joining us now, you know what, actually, Paul, if you could just do your intro for the YouTube uh, viewers. Let's show them so they can really remember, like, that's that guy yeah. from the Jumbotron. Uh, you know, let's let's start it off, Paul. What do you right, I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to yell as loud as I normally do <laughs> since we all have ears in. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Fingers. That's how you know. It's the it po- double point to the camera. Yeah. That's that's how they can identify you in a yep. minute. And the hair. Can you are you allowed to cut your hair? Or what's the rules with that? Because I think that's your other <laughs> distinguishing uh, feature true. is your hair and the beard. Not this season so far. <laughs> so I think it's I think it's done being cut for this year. So I love it. Yeah. There so joining us now, Paul Anderson. He is on the jumbo trial. It's every third it's every third period, right? Pretty Lately, much. Yeah. We've had to yeah. come back or we've been tied every <laughs> yes. third period. So yeah, it's yeah. been almost every game in March. <laughs> yeah. So basically the camera finds Paul, season ticket holder for your Minnesota Wild. And he just gets the crowd going by staring straight into the camera and doing the let's go. And he's got the hair, you know, comparison. Let's compare your flow, because when I tweeted out a picture of us, people were like, oh, it could be like a haggard. What do you who's your biggest <laughs> comparison? You know, like, what would you say? I, I don't know. I get I get the dude from Lebowski. Quite yes. a bit. I okay. get uh, I get the haggard. Um, yeah. The Bobby from Sons of Anarchy's new one. From oh, I saw that one. I love me some Bobby though, so that's not a bad. Um, one. it's it's all over the place. So <laughs> it is what it is. 
Yeah. You know, I think the reason I really wanted to have you on too is not only am I such a huge fan of that entire little bit, which is a bit. You're yeah. not getting paid. It's a right? bit you're, now. No. You're not getting not paid. A... People need to know that. Like you are not an you're not the dance no. t-shirt guy. Thank you. I, I get no perks other than uh being a gif and uh on on the big screen. So yeah. And famous. I mean, you've got to be how do you guys do people come up to you aside from me fangirling over you? Have other yeah. folks found you? No, it's, it's happening all over the place now. So a lot in the X, obviously, but at grocery stores now, and if I'm getting takeout at a restaurant, they're like, you're that wild guy. And I'm like, yep. So I get, I get insane guy, jumbotron guy. Um, let's go guy. So let's go. Guy. It's, it's been fun. My fiance is not a big fan of the integrity. Uh, she just keeps walking whenever I get stopped, which is fine. So have you, have you been, how long have you had season tickets? Give us a little background on your fan. Cause I mean, you might be one of the biggest fans in the arena. Now, have you always been one of the biggest fans and where did your fandom start with this Minnesota wild team? Yeah. So I like my family and our family business had tickets since the inception of the wild. Um, we were all very excited to get hockey back. Um, so that was that. And then you know, oh nine happened. So we kind of got rid of the family tickets. And then I was just buying so many tickets through scalpers and StubHub and all that at the time that I was like, let's see if I can just get some seats. And back then there was a waiting list because, you know, that was 2012, 13. So right when the big signings happened for the mm-hmm. first time. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And then I've, I've, I've been doing that in my section, not pointing at the camera, but I've been yelling at everyone there. So he's, I, I had four seats, but I had two down low and then two like five rows behind me. Mm. And if the friends I brought to a game behind me, if I didn't hear them yelling, mm-hmm. I would turn around and do my point, but I'd point back at them and everyone else in the section just thought I was nuts. Right. <laughs> because I was still very much in the corporate world then and had short hair, <laughs> a much better kept beard. And so it wasn't as noticeable besides just being a giant um (laughs) but yeah so that's kind of where it started in my section I've always got section 115 amped up um get them yelling get them screaming um and then this year um I've now met uh the camera lady Allison so she and I I now share emails and uh we chat back and forth but yeah it was yeah the December 4th Toronto game it was a hard-fought game I think we came back to tie it in the second yep and it was tied going into OT and they put me on and I knew where the camera was. So I just looked at the <laughs> camera, pointed at it. And then we were able to rally. I think that was the shootout win. It was, yep. yeah. Um, and then they've been kind of, I got a bunch of texts that night from people who knew me in the stands or that said, we needed that. Let's keep it going. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. And so I'm, I'm, I got, I'm happy to do it. <laughs> I gotta ask, does this mean that you are a little bit of, a, are you superstitious at all now that you've seen how you can turn yes. the crowd around? Yes. So I got two superstitions with hockey. One, if yeah. I don't see the opening face off the puck drop, I think the wild will lose. And two, I think it's bad luck to cross your legs during the middle of the game because you can't stand up as fast and cheer if your team wins. Those are my two superstitions. These are, are, these are, are things. you, these yeah, are things they, yeah, I, I, was, I am superstitious. <laughs> I am superstitious. There was they put me up and I, we talked about it before in the game, they're like, we're going to go right to you after let's play hockey. And I uh-huh. was like, okay. I mean, let's, we'll get the crowd going <laughs> early. Ruining it. Yeah. And then the team didn't show up. So uh, yeah, we, we discussed after that. I said, we're not doing that again. She goes, no, 
Um, <laughs> so we went back. I love that there's about? like a game plan, right? Like, you guys yeah. Have this. Well, That's they awesome. told me, that she goes, get ready right after Let's Play Hockey. We're going to you. I said, okay, I'll be in my seats for sure. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I have some weird superstitions. People, certain people I bring to games have to sit in certain spots. Okay. I never move. I always <laughs> sit in my seat, but I'll, I'll rotate them depending on what's going on. I have just weird superstitions. And I have friends who are will call me like, I haven't gone to a game in a while. I'm five and oh this year. You got to bring me back. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's a valid argument, right? That's, that's how they pitch, really yeah. get in. Like, Hey, here's my record. That they present yeah. you with like a PowerPoint. Like this is why I need to go because my record right. is very good. And I can cheer loud at X amount yeah. of times. <laughs> and I, I don't know my record for when I've been on the board. I know it's worked more than it hasn't. Um, All right. That's the most know, important thing really. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the building gets hopping. Like I yes. don't, when I'm doing it, I don't hear anyone else because I'm yelling so loud and I don't, I'm just staring at the camera, but my fiance and my friends who are with me, like, no, everyone gets up and it yeah. gets incredibly loud. Like yeah. they're like the announcers saying the words you're saying. Yeah. I'm like, really? <laughs> so I, I you like, like black, black out. out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's epic. No, I, I like, I like snap out of it and we've won and I don't know what happened. <laughs> You're like, cool. I did it again. Wake up in your selling job. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're wearing the dollar bill Kirill shirt. Um, just yeah. how much have you seen him ignite this fan base and this passion? I mean, it's always been there. We are the yeah. state of hockey and you talked about the Parisi suitor signings ejected something, but I definitely in, in COVID stuff aside, you could feel the crowd start to dissipate a little bit in, in years, even pre COVID. Right. But oh, Kirill yeah. re-injected this team. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. And it was, uh, you know, it was unfortunate last year that not a lot of people got to go see him. I was fortunate enough being a season ticket holder and right. I was able to at least get into, I think I got into eight games last year or something. And then because he would watch them on TV and it's, he's great on TV. Yeah. But anyone who hasn't seen him live needs to go, go see him, go see Kevin, go see these guys live. Cause it's, it's completely different. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he's just completely reinvigorated this, this team. Like I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And this crowd has been on board since game one right. this year. It's been like playoff games yeah, almost all year, like with noise and intensity level. It's, it's just been a riot and so much fun to be at. Well, yeah. and we've talked about this. So I work for the radio network and almost every single night, Joe and Tom are like, before we like go live, they'll be like talking and like, look at the, the fans lined up yeah. at warmups, like six, seven, yeah. eight, oh, nine rows Dean. back. Like Dean yeah. says at every post game too. He said, yeah. we, it's, they, they get goosebumps when they walk out because they see the amount of people that are there for warmups because they yeah. want to yeah. see these guys. Right. Are you, it's, uh, are you there that early? What's your, what's your routine for game day? Uh, I, I, I do like seeing warmups. Um, I sit on the other team on the other side. So we attack twice. So I end up watching our opponents, which is fun. Cause I like to see Scout them out, right, take notes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, like I'll look down at the other end and it's, it's just packed. Like it's, it's awesome to see. I, I know the players got to feed off it. Um, and that's one of the things like, I, I know some of the players know who I am now. <laughs> yeah. Like Freddie Goudreau, I went to a morning skate once and he like knocked on the glass and pointed at me and yeah. it pointed up the board. <laughs> I just went, yeah, he goes, good. <laughs> Saw Kevin Fiala the other week uh, driving through Minneapolis and I like looked over and I saw Kevin and he kind of did a double take. <laughs> and I just gave him the thumbs up and at the next light, we were going back and forth and are you going to the game? And I said, hell yeah. <laughs> nice. And he just go good. Let's get it going. So yeah. it's kind of fun that, that they see me. Um, 
but yeah, it, I get nervous as most Will fans do. We have a history of December, January kind of disappearing. Yep. yep. Um, not, not in the last couple of seasons, thankfully, but we, we all know what that 10, 12 losing game slump looks like. And so mm-hmm. I think we were riding a pretty good win streak when I first got on the board and the building was getting quiet. And I was like, you can't get quiet for this team. They deserve everything. We yeah. can get. So um, yeah, it's just been so much fun this year. And the recognition is what it is. I'm happy to get the crowd going. Um, I am not a plant. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not paid. I get no perks. Uh, you, you, you just show up for that one screen time and then you leave afterward yeah. and you go watch it from your couch. That's not what you're doing. Yep. No, no, I don't, they don't, they don't bust me in or anything. <laughs> not yet. Five anyway. security you, guard. Eventually you're going to be able to start making some requests and some asks. We'll, I think, we'll, right. We'll I, see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, there's, I've had some conversations with some fun people in the organization. So yeah. it's, it's been exciting. It's open doors, I guess, potentially. So we'll see. I'm just, I'm just happy that the team's doing good um, and that the fan base has been reignited. I think what we were third in attendance this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so to see that building full again, like I had goosebumps day one because I, we hadn't seen the building full like that for yeah. a long time. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that because we've discussed this on the podcast probably for the last like two months straight. Like how much does home ice advantage mean in the playoffs? Can the wild truly benefit from that? At the end of the day, does it not matter? You just have to win. Have you, do you think it has mattered? I know uh, again, um, Joe and Tom on the broadcast, they were like the wild fans were cheering for the wild when they left the ice for warmups in game one. Like that's how excited they are to yeah. see something exciting happen in the postseason. Have you noticed that at all as, as somebody who's right in the middle of all the chaos? Yeah, I, I think it, it, it plays a factor. I mean, you always are going to have to win games on the road. Like if, if it goes to seven games and you're only winning your home games, that's like it happens. But that's we always want to try to close it out with a couple on the road wins. So but yeah, I think our building, I think, has once again returned to being the XL Energy Center. And it's it's just been loud. Um, it's yeah, it's I think it does play a factor, especially in the mindset of some of the players, mm-hmm. you know, it, it amps them up, you know, one big hit and you get 18,000 people losing their minds that can, that can turn the game. So mm-hmm. yeah, it plays a factor. I don't think it's the most important thing, but it's fun. I'd much rather have more games <laughs> than away. So right. I, I personally, we're enjoy. all on the same page. Yeah, we're all yeah. personally we're invested all selfish. in home. Yeah. Yeah. We, we want more right? home games. <laughs> take, take my money. Let me pay yeah. for more home games. So yeah from a fan's perspective as he's a ticket holder. Yeah. I want, I want the majority of the games in my building, but yeah. Yeah. It, it, it can go either way. And I know there's arguments that can be had either way, but yeah, I think it's important. I think we watched the team this year with their home record, um, not always winning in regulation, but getting the W at the end. So yeah. yeah. Way more fun for fans than for writers, but Absolutely. that's something I whine about every time. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, final question. And of course you're a fan. So I know what you're going to say and I know that, but I'm going to tee you up for it. Then the wild, do they get out of this series against St. Louis and make it into the second round? Yeah. I, I always thought this is going to be a six or seven game series. Mm-hmm. And what that means is we're going to lose one or two games. Like, <laughs> I, you can't, I can't say the sky's falling when I said it's going to be six or seven and we lost a game. I yeah. can't say, well, we're out of it. I anticipated this mm-hmm. somewhere in me, but yeah, my immediate response is where were they? And uh, I think we'll get out of this one. 
Mm-hmm. I truly do. I think do you, how far you got him going Do is, is a cup run realistic or, I mean, again, you could be clouded by your fandom. It's fine. I'll allow yeah, it. No, <laughs> I think a cup run is realistic. Honestly. Um, it's the playoffs. I mean, what did Montreal do last year? <laughs> yeah. And, that guy I, I truly Price. Believe, <laughs> and I truly believe we're better than they are. We have a better goalie tandem. I think we have better offensive skill set and defensive skill set. So mm-hmm. that's the fun thing about the playoff hockey is it's the greatest thing in the world. And yeah, there's guarantees and there's tough opponents, but mm-hmm. that's what playoffs are all about. I think, I think we can make a deeper run than we've made in the past for sure. And yeah, if, if we make it to the finals at that point, it's kind of a toss up for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. because we're going against, you know, an Eastern division, Eastern conference team, which we have very good numbers against. All That's true. So, um, yeah, there's going to be tough ones. I'm not like in years past, I'm not really scared of any opponent, to be honest. I'm not worried to the point where like, Oh, we're, it's going to be, overly hard to go against right. or it's impossible to beat Colorado or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not as in like years past where we all were like, well, we, we definitely can't have this matchup. Or that <laughs> yeah. um, you know, so I, I think it's going to be, I, I think this team can truly do something this year and really surprise the league. I think the fans know what we're capable of. Yeah. You know, we're still flyover country as far as that goes. <laughs> um, Minnesota will remind you that we're still here. Don't worry. Yeah. Every yeah, time. I know, but this team's, this team's built differently than we've seen in the years past. Yeah. We have some superstars and we have some main lines, but you watch what all these lines, all these players can do. They know their role. It's yeah. Billy and Dean have gotten the right players in the right seats. And if you look at it from like that business standpoint, they've got the right players playing in the right area. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, part of the way to get success is he's not tinkering the lines. I see it all the time. Yeah. Change lines up, move them around. No, <laughs> like what's wrong with you? It's, I mean, yeah, sometimes you should, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's some things that should he be gets done. too married sometimes to situations, but I digress again. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. one thing I'm like, I know you're not going to change this, but you maybe should like power play, maybe do something there. Eventually. Yeah. yeah. He gets, he just, that's Dean. I think he gets very married, but you're right. The lines have been performing well. Why would you, uh, why would you change? Well, now's not really the time to be experimenting. No, you know? Unless you have to throw them in game a five. Yeah. Yeah. Game five, round one. Yeah, you know, unless injuries or something mm-hmm. drastic comes up, now's not really the time to go play around and be like, well, I think it'll work there. No, yeah. um, we don't have a lot of practices. we got skates, right. but mm-hmm. now's not really the time to do that stuff. But I think, yeah, I think to get back is, yeah, I think this team can make a run. And, and it's going to be fun either way. Yeah. Um, I want more. This season's been great. I want more. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm not ready to be done. Right? I think we're all on the same page there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to have, I don't want to go to the lake till June. Yeah. <laughs> what I want. Make yeah. me stay down here for Memorial Day. Make me stay. There so. you go. I love it. Well, Paul, again, thank you so much for joining. Love your work. Love what you do. Yeah. Avery does too, despite the cries that you maybe will hear. So we'll let you go. We'll see you at game five and uh, hopefully yeah. down the road in the second round, if not further. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, this is producer Fred. I just wanted to ask everyone to go out there and spread the word about Bar Down Beauties. Leave us a like, share, thumbs up, review. You name it, we want to hear from you. Find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and, of course, your favorite podcast app. 
We're back. Shout out to Paul for joining us again. You fans are awesome. And I say mm-hmm. that not only from Alexis and I's perspective, but the team says it constantly. Dean says it constantly. Like it's very appreciated. I am proud of you all. Uh, it's fun to be a part of the Minnesota wild family uh, this season, especially. Yeah, it's a lot of fun and it was nice to have Paul on and talk about some of this stuff because truly it's like, I mean, even Jesse and I, who are like working the wild games, when I see him up on the jumbotron, I'm like, oh, I am ready. I am so ready yeah. for the rest of this game. And the fans love it. It was really cool to hear him say all the players even are like recognizing him and loving it. So you guys are making a difference. Keep it up. It should be a fun week here and hopefully like, a few more weeks. I'm not kidding. When I was like starstruck, like I was visiting yeah. family uh, or like friends in for, they were having dinner and I was like, that's that guy. And I was like, I should go say hi. And I was like nervous for some reason. Like I was, I just felt weird. I was like, I don't know what I'd be like, you're that guy, you know, that guy, but (laughs) give him the double finger point. You're that guy. You're that guy. So, um, yeah, thanks for him to, uh, for taking the time to chat with us here before we go, we have to wrap up, uh, with our up for debate this week, which Alexis posed the question, where do you think the Stanley cup winner is going to come from? Is it coming from the West, from the East? Do you not have any idea, which is a cop out guys. We shouldn't have even given you that option. Well, I needed three options and there's only two (laughs) conferences. So I was a little tied up with that idea, but yes, I I agree. You, I don't give anybody an easy out here on this one. Definitely not. Um, so Alexis, what, uh, what do you think? I mean, both have very strong contenders on each side, obviously. Um, you can argue usually the East is, is quite a bit stronger, but where do you think the winner comes out of? It's interesting because this is, this has been the case for quite a while now, but it seemed like even, especially this year, more so that the East, I mean, the East was buttoned up for the playoffs with like two weeks to go. Like they were like, literally the team who was the last team out of the playoffs was like eight points behind the last wildcard team. Like they had that figured out like well before the playoffs. The West, meanwhile, came down to literally the last couple of games trying to figure out who's playing who and, you know, where it's all going to be. And there was a lot more at stake in the West. And I think historically, at least I should say more so in recent years, the West has always been a little bit more competitive. Like you never really know who's going to come out of the West. The East, I think, has more of that top end talent that gets hyped up in national media, but Mm -hmm. maybe doesn't have across the board as much parity as the West has. So that being said, I'm still undecided just because I wouldn't be surprised either way. Um, And seeing how some of these series are starting to play out a little bit. I mean, Florida is down in their series to Washington. You've got the Tampa and Maple Leafs um, or yeah, Tampa Maple Leaf series is kind of interesting. That's all tied up at two. So I think there's maybe we might see some upsets here that, you know, we didn't expect to see. Um, so at this point I am still undecided. I think there's a lot of talent across the board and even, even in the West, some teams that are, you know, Dallas is hanging around some teams where it's like, Hey, we thought maybe these would be a little bit more dominant series than they aren't. Um, so yeah, I'm undecided still. So after I just said, I shouldn't have given people the option to take the cop out. I am taking the cop out. Jesse, do you have a hard stance on this one? Um, I think that it'll come out of the East, unfortunately for, you know, cause even if the wild get bounced, you want to see your conference go and shine right. or whatever. Um, I just think the East has just such good players and such. It's just, it's fun to watch. It's a different style of hockey too. And mm-hmm. Minnesota was very successful against teams in the East this year, which usually doesn't happen. Um, so that was exciting, but I think 
there's just something about me that says it's probably going to be the East. I hope it's not Tampa. That's really the only yeah. kind of hard out I have. I'm done with it. Like, let's yeah, move on Yeah, no offense them. to them. I just want to see somebody else <laughs> If win. Toronto yeah. could not Toronto, that would have been really helpful, but yeah. they're starting to Toronto they're a little bit. They're starting to Toronto, yeah. Figure to it Toronto. out, guys. We're rooting for you. I got you guys in the, going I mean, to the finals, so. <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, my selfishness, whichever team has the most Minnesotans on it would be great yeah. because then the cup comes to Minnesota. I get to do work, get to do mm-hmm. stories, get to follow the cup around. So that's my pick. But I think it's, I think it could be, I mean, it's obvious, again, it's the playoffs. It could be anybody, right? It could, I mean, could be Dallas. Who would have thought? It could right? be. Yeah. Although, you know what? I believe I said Dallas was going to do well this year. So that would, you know, go back to those. So again, we today. want this for Jesse's sake because we, <laughs> she likes to look right. So come on, Dallas. I love <laughs> to look right. Uh, so yeah, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Again, apologies for the delay, but the game, blame, blame the game schedulers, yep. right? There's a Sunday game. It's mother's day whatever life is life is such game five game five Tuesday. We are guaranteed a game six in St. Louis. Uh, time has yet to be announced. It could be early Alexis. It might be. I don't think it will be, but I'll keep my hopes up, but well, it depends on how quickly the other series series are done. Yeah. I got you. Yep. That's what it is, guys. That's why Minnesota's playing. Can you imagine a... if there's like no other games going on? They're like, you guys get an 8:30 game anyway. You're the only Classic. game on the schedule, and you're playing. Classic. I can't wait to see my mentions <laughs> fill up if that situation happens. I can't. I can't make the schedule yeah. for the record. And I don't know why Bali doesn't let you. I don't know. I don't know any of those things. So. <laughs> Just a reminder, problem. Take your complaints somewhere else. Definitely ain't my problem. So, all right, guys, thanks for tuning in again. A shout out to talk North for featuring us on their network. Shout out to soda stick, uh, get your common bird shirt. The new Ryan Hartman one, I believe they've got those Zuccarello applesauce yeah. shirts out. You'd love to see it. Code bar down buttes, uh, excuse me, bar down beauties. We'll get you 15% off better edge, B E T T R edge.com. Uh, go place your bets for games. Uh, pick your Stanley cup other. winner. Yeah. Pick your cup winner. You know who you want to be do shy. <laughs> maybe go for somebody in the east because that's what i think you should do but uh no yeah go do that they are awesome also shout out to royal credit union one of our newest sponsors we love them less fee more fee or excuse me less fee more free that's a hard one to say guys yeah say that um, 10 times fast less fee more free with royal credit union they are awesome and as always jim beam we're working on some cool giveaways with them coming up so stay tuned to all of our social channels and again thanks to all of you don't be afraid to say hi i know i uh embarrassed a fan the other day by approaching him when i saw he was looking at my twitter and couldn't make the connections so <laughs> be come say hi i love saying hi to people i have no problem taking a picture i love talking hockey um so if you see us bouncing around certainly don't be afraid to uh to say hello so you guys are awesome you the best we will have this episode uh, up and running and uh we'll talk to you again next week have a good one bye